you for listening to this podcast presented by Compassion Church. We're so glad you joined us today. For more information, including service times and locations, please visit our website, compassion.cc. Now here's this week's message. Good morning, Compassion. Aren't you glad to be in the house of the Lord today? Man, well, happy Mother's Day. I think I got more mothers than that. Happy Mother's Day. That sounds a lot better. If you are a mother, would you do me a favor? Would you stand today? Stand for me. We want to honor all of our mothers. Amen. If you're a good mother, keep standing. I'm just, (laughs) y'all can be seated, I'm sorry. Y'all had already started sitting down, so I thought I'm going to try that little trick on them. Well, to all of our mothers from Compassion Church, we want to wish you a happy Mother's Day. So glad to have you in the house of the Lord today. We wish we could do so much more for you. We do. Uh, But today, we're going to bless the men. When the men leave, we're having tattoos for putting mom on your arm. So when you leave... It's for you, Mom. For you. (laughs) Well, we continue our sermon series today, but today I'm going to tie it into, as we talk about hard knocks, I'm going to tie it into moms. What a mom expects. In fact, I'm going to give you four things today of what a mom expects. But if I can be honest today, I'm not going to so much be talking To moms today, I'm going to be talking to children, to husbands, amen. And moms today, this is what I want you to do. Every time I say a good point, I just want to go, amen to that, pastor. And then every once in a while, I want you to turn to your spouse and go, you listening? You listening? Turn to your kids and say, you listening? Let me read a passage to you today. It's out of Genesis chapter 29. It said, when the Lord saw that Leah was not loved, that's a terrible feeling, isn't it? Not to be loved. I'm sorry you're not loved. (laughs) See, there's some moments you should think about when you say amen. (laughs) Enabled her to conceive, but Rachel remained childless. Leah became pregnant and gave birth to a son. She named him Reuben. For she said, it is because the Lord has seen my misery. Surely my husband will love me now. She conceived again and when she gave birth to a son, she said, because the Lord heard that I am not loved, he gave me this one too. So she named him Simeon. Again, she conceived and when she gave birth, to his son, she said, now at last my husband will become attached to me because I have borne him three sons. So he was named Levi. She conceived again, and when she gave birth to a son, she said, this time I will praise the Lord. So she named him Judah. Then she stopped having children. Let's pray. 
Lord, we thank you for the word that we're about to receive. And I pray, Lord, that every heart and every mind to be open to receive, God, what you've got in store. And, Lord, let not one, not one leave this house the same way that they came, but let it be blessed by your word and by your presence. In Jesus' name, Lord, amen and amen. Mom, I'm preaching. John David Leggett. Okay, Mom. I'm talking to you, boy. Okay, I'm listening. Being a mother is the greatest privilege and blessing of my life. Raising my four children, Jimmy, Joey, Cindy, and John, was such a blessing and such a joy to my life, to see them, their life being molded and them growing into what God wanted them to be. I just thank the Lord for all of them. Being a mother means loving more than you knew you could love, giving more than you knew you could give, and knowing you gave the world something beautiful. All of you who are mothers this morning are so privileged to have been a part of making the world so much, so much more beautiful. Oh. She's always trying to steal the show. Amen, Amen Pastor. <laughs> I wonder where she, where I got it from. Amen. That's my mom. She's eighty-one years old. But I don't. There was something I didn't agree with in what she said when she said, "My son's a blessing." Jimmy, she's just supposed to say John. But she threw my other siblings in there with it. Yeah, I was last. Always last. And in fact, to this day, I still think my name is Jimmy Joy John Cindy. To this day, that's what she calls me. I want to talk to you some today. I read this scripture and my mom was telling me what it means to be a mother. I want to talk today about what it means for us as the child, as the spouse, what mothers are looking for. Number one, I want you to look at this passage here that I just read in Genesis 29. Look at verse 32. Leah became pregnant, gave birth to a son. She named him Reuben. Reuben, remember Reuben. For she said, it is because the Lord has seen my misery. Surely my husband will love me now. First thing I want you to write down is seen. A mother needs to be seen, amen. Amen. For all that she does, for who she is, for the sacrifices she makes. Let me say this to your to the children today. And let me say this. I'm talking to whether you're five years old or 50 years old or going on 150 years old. Your mother needs to be seen today. Amen. Amen. See, in this story, what is happening is Jacob got tricked and had to marry Leah. He went that night thought he was marrying Rachel, thought he, that night it was so dark in the room he couldn't see anything and he ended up, well, having the honeymoon night with Leah because of that. Now he's married to her, did not want to marry her. He loved Rachel, wanted to be with Rachel. So all this time for the last years, few years, well, she doesn't feel loved. She doesn't feel that, well, she is seen he knows, she knows that she's not as pretty as Rachel. She knows that, that he loves Rachel. And, and because of that, she is struggling. And she has her child. And when she does, she said, well, I'm going to name him Reuben because hopefully, prayerfully, maybe, just maybe, when I give him a child, he will love 
me. I want you to put those correlation together. Love means seeing the person for who they are. Loving means seeing the person and loving them for who they are, despite their mistakes and their failures. Can I, I tell you today that we need to love and see who our mom is, who our wife is, all that they do, the blessing that they are. And listen, many times they're not seen. Lori does so much for us and such a blessing to my children. In fact, last night she's on the phone at about 12 to 1, I think it was from 12 to 1 o'clock in the morning on the phone with one of my children trying to fix a crisis, a chaos. Everything was falling apart and my wife's trying to fix it. And I can tell when my wife is, is, is trying to be kind because she has a voice that she talks with. Now, honey... Now listen, no, 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 mom's not upset. Mom loves you. I know what mom's saying. You're acting stupid right now. And what you're doing makes no sense to me. I would really, if I was right with you, I don't care how old you are, I'd be popping you upside the head. But she's going, no, mom loves you. And I understand what you're going through. And see, I see her for who she is. See, Leah said, I, I, I want to be seen. I, I want my husband to see me for who I am. I, I love him, but he's not showing love to me. Listen, can I tell you today, children, husbands, can you start seeing your wife for who she is, all that she does, the sacrifices that she makes, all that she gives up? Listen, I can say this. My wife's probably never ate a hot meal when our kids were younger. My wife has never, ever, ever, never, ever finished a candy bar. Any mom know what I'm talking about? You buy a candy bar, there's a kid, and the kid always eats half the candy bar. Yeah, that's the way it is. I do. I'm like, you fend for yourself, kiddos. <laughs> this candy bar is mine. Now, Laurie, she's like, yes. And she finally gives the candy bar away. You need to see your mom for who she is. But, but let me throw this part in here. Can I, can I say, say something to you real quick, moms? If you want to be seen for who you are, then you need to make sure that who you are is seen through the eyes of God, amen? That, that I want people to see that I'm a godly mother, I'm a godly woman, that I'm a woman that is on fire for Jesus, that I'm following Jesus, and I'm seeking Jesus, and I want Jesus in my life, amen? The greatest mother is seen when she's seen as being a follower of Christ, a believer in Christ. Listen, mothers, it is important that your children see Christ in you. And let me say this, if they only see Christ in you on Sunday mornings, they ain't seeing Christ in you. They see in hypocrisy in you. Kind of like when you may be out in the hallway with me and you know you, you go to say something, you, you say it in such a godly way, and your child, listen, I've watched your children. And they're looking at you like, you know, mama, you've been cussing at home if you've been doing that. You, you know what you would have said if you've been in the house and your, your child's like, okay, whatever. Listen, whether you know it, mamas, can I say this? Your children do see you. They see you every day. They see the life that you're living. They see what you're doing. Listen, it is important. It is important that they see Christ in you. Here's the second thing that happened. Listen, in Genesis Chapter 29, verse 33. She conceived again. And when she gave birth to a son, she said, because the Lord heard that I am not loved, he gave me this one too. So she named him. See, man, listen, let me say this. 
The word of Simeon actually, it, it, it means to be heard. How many know that your, your mom, your wife wants to be heard? Not just to serve, not just to sacrifice, but actually be heard. Can, can, listen, I'm going to explain something to every woman in here right now. Hear me when I say this. Every man will hear this at least a couple of times throughout a week. Did you hear what I said? I think my wife said that to me this week. She said, do you hear what I said? Now that there brings fear to any man. But there's even something greater. Because every man in here, you will lie when you hear that comment. You'll say, yes. You know you're lying because I will do it. I'll go, yes, honey, I heard what you said. She goes, what did I say? That phrase brings fear in every man out there. Because then, you know, you got to double down on the lie. So then what you got to do to say to your, your wife, then you have to go something like, well, baby, you said so many good things. I don't know if I can, baby, you know, but you know what you said. Why do I need to repeat it back to you? I can tell you probably one of the number one things that drives my wife crazy is when you don't listen to her. When you don't listen. And I do listen to my wife. Like today, I got dressed. I, I got, well, let me tell you that. I got my clothes out. I laid them down. I put it on, I put it on the ironing board. I was about to iron my clothes because I don't let, Lord does not iron my clothes because she doesn't take it seriously. She does this. She's like, one, two, three, here. And I like iron everything. Don't want baby. I mean, I, I would iron my underwear if I had time. And she walks by the ironing board and she goes, are you going to wear that? Now, I know what she said. I heard her. That wasn't a question. That was, you're not going to wear that. Because I said, yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm thinking about because his mom, his mother's staying, I'm going to wear that with those pants. She goes. So I had to go back in there, get clothes, bring them out. Is this okay, honey? Yes, that, that looks good. You need those pants with that pants and that pants. I said, okay, I've heard you. Can I tell you that your mother wants to be heard? She wants to know that her voice matters. She wants to know that what she's saying, people listen to. When your mother's asked, this is Elma uh, Bombeck, and she said this, when your mother asks, do you want a piece of advice? It is merely a formality. It doesn't matter if you answer yes or no. You're going to do it anyway. Amen. Moms need to be heard. They need to know that their voice matters. It's not just about the, 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 all the labor that they do for us. It's, it's not about all the way they take care of us. It's about the communication they share with us. Who was it? Alexander the Great said, give me the mother or give me the child early on with the mother and I'll have him for the rest of my life. See, we got to learn that we got to listen to our moms. But moms, can I talk to you for a second? If you want your kids to listen to you, can I tell you, you need to be listening to God. More important than anything, hear me when I say this, you need to be listening to God so that you're giving your children godly advice. You need to be listening to God that you're speaking the right things into their life. You're speaking God's word and God's desire. Listen, if you want your kids to listen to you, mom, then you need to be speaking the words of Christ. It matters. 
It matters. That's the reason I said that many times your kids are watching and what you say in public and what you say in private and they have two different things. It, it becomes hypocrisy to your kids. It becomes something that your kids won't listen to you when you say the good because all they've heard is the bad. That you've got to realize as a, as a mom, if you're listening to God and God is speaking in your life, then you will say the right things and have the right comments that you're making to your children. They're listening. Here's the third thing. Genesis chapter 29 verse 34 says this. Again she conceived and when she gave birth to a son. There had to been a better way for her husband to listen than just having children, amen? Again she conceived and when she gave birth to a son, she said, now at last my husband will become attached to me because I have borne him three sons. So he was named Levi. The word Levi means what do you think? Attached. See, she didn't want to just be seen to be seen or heard just to be heard. At the end of the day, she wanted a relationship. Children, can I tell you today, it is important that you have a good relationship with your mom. Well, you don't know what's happened between my, me and my mom. If it's your fault, then go ask for forgiveness and get that relationship right. If it wasn't your fault, still go talk to your mom. She'll ask for forgiveness. See if she'll ask for forgiveness and get your relationship right with your children. I feel bad the other day. My mom called. I was in the chair working on something and my wife said, someone's calling. I said, yeah, it's my mom. I just don't have time to answer. I got work to do. Later on, I felt bad. My mom's 81 years old. There are still days that I wish that my father would call me. He's passed and I miss those conversations. And I'm thinking, I can't do that. And there's times that, because I, I will, my mom will call and we'll talk for quite a while. And there are some times I'm in the middle of something, but I, I do enjoy those conversations. I know what my mom wants. She just wants a relationship with her baby boy. Listen, I'm 52 years old. I will never stop being a baby boy. This, she introduces me this way every time, doesn't she, Laura? She'll introduce me to somebody. She goes, here's my baby boy. Mom, I'm 52 years old. You will always be my baby boy. <laughs> yes, Mom. It is important that you've got a relationship with your mom. Well, you don't understand my mom. Listen, learning your life that you do, you, you're not going to change your mom, but you can still love her. You're not going to make her any different, but you can still have a relationship with her. But moms, can I say something to you too? You should have a relationship with your child. Do you understand me? We're, we're learning, you know, we're, we're now empty nesters and, and all of our kids are growing old and I've got 22-year-old and a 25-year-old and I'm learning that I can't have control over them. That they, I hope, pray, believe that the decisions that I spoke into their life will impact their decisions in the future. But I still gotta love them. But moms, can I speak to you for a second? This is important. It is important that you understand that you've gotta have a relationship with Jesus Christ. If you want to be the best mom that you can be, you need to be spending time in the Word, time on your knees, and time praising God. Listen, it is important that if you want to have a good relationship, and listen, let me say this, if you don't have a good relationship with your child, you need to ask yourself, do you have a good relationship with God? It's important. See, every mom wants to have a relationship, but fathers, can I say this to you? Fathers, you need to have a good relationship with your children's mom. Amen. 
Listen, if you're a husband, you need to be a good husband. You need to see your wife. You need to hear your wife. You need to have a relationship with your wife. Let me say this. If you're here today and, and, and you're split from your, the mother of your children and you've married on, can I say this? You need to have a good relationship with your mom of your children. You do. In fact, let me say this. Husbands and wives that are, I mean, moms and dads are split and gone on and have other children and remarried and all that. Can I tell you, suck it up, buttercup. And get over yourselves because your children are paying a price for the way you act. You know who I got more claps from right then? I looked out in the audience. Kids. I'm serious. Because they know. They're seeing. They're watching. Bear the hatchet. Get over it. I don't know why I'm going there. Somebody needs to hear that today. All of you had to hear that for that one loser that wouldn't. Here's the last one. Here's the last one, Genesis 29, 35. She conceived again. When she gave birth to a son, she said, this time, this time, I will praise the Lord. So she named him Judah. Then she stopped having children. Here's the last one. Praise. Now I know what you're going to think. Oh, we were saying we need to see our moms, hear our moms, be attached to our moms, and praise our moms. Yes, you do. Your mom more than one time a year at Mother's Day needs to be praised. But let me say this. I'm not talking about that. Here's what I'm talking about. Mom, what if your kids don't see you, hear you, or even have a relationship with you? What if your relationship with your husband's not the best and he's not seeing or hearing you? Can I tell you, you got to do like Leah did. Leah finally said this. She goes, that's it. Whether Jacob ever sees me again, hears me, is attached to me, it doesn't matter anymore. What matters most is my relationship with God. I need you to hear me when I say this to you. What matters most in your life, mom, is your relationship with Christ Jesus. That's what matters most. I'm going to say something that's going to rock some of your world. The most important relationship in your life as a mom is not your children. It is your God. But if your relationship with your God is right, then relationship with your children will be right. For some of you moms... Your relationship isn't right. I'm not saying you're not saved, you're not redeemed. I'm not saying you're not even on your way to heaven. What I am saying is some of you moms, you don't have a right relationship with God Almighty. Your greatest accomplishment in life would not be the mother that you were, but the follower of Christ Jesus you are. Because when you can come to the place that you say no matter what, no matter what, no matter what, it will always be about God then everything else in your life will be okay. God will work it out. Let, let me close with this. My mom is a, a devout woman of God. She loves Jesus, always has been. Years ago, back when my sister was in college, she'd come home for the weekend. After the weekend, my sister left to go back to Bible college. Sometime in the middle of the night, something woke up my mom 
And it's like my mom said, Sutton said to my mom, you need to pray for Cindy. You need to pray for Cindy, something's wrong. So my mom rolled out of bed, fell on the floor, and began to pray. And at that moment, she said, Lord, I don't know what's going on. I just pray for my daughter. You protect her. You keep her safe. You've got her. I trust her with you. At that moment, what my mom didn't know, because this is pre-cell phone days, the, the kids that my sister were with had stopped at a gas station. They walked inside, and when they walked inside to the gas station, they had spoiled a robbery. In fact, the two guys that were in there robbing the station, gas station actually had just tried to shoot and kill the clerk, but the gun misfired. So when they walked in, they got all the kids together, and they ran out. The thing is, my sister did not go in the store. She stayed in the car. When they needed a getaway car, the kids had left the keys in the car. They ran out, the two robbers, with the gun, jumped in the car with my sister in the back seat. At first, they were not going to let her out. She's screaming, please let me out. At that time, my mom's praying. They stopped the car, and they let my sister out of that car. Amen. See, if you, as a mom, will have a right relationship with God, God will help you take care of your kids in the right way. Do you hear me? I want you to stand with me. Every head bowed, every eye closed, I have a question. If you're here today and your mom, you love Jesus, you're saved. But say, I haven't been the godly mom that I ought to be and I want to be. Then I want you to do me a favor today. If you need prayer that you get a right relationship with God, I want you to raise your hand right now. Yes. Lord, I pray for every hand that is raised, that you touch them right now, that, Lord, bring them into a right relationship with you. Forgive them, Lord, of any past. Lord, they love you, they're saved, they're redeemed, but, God, they just want to be closer to you, that they want to see you, hear you, have a relationship with you, Lord. Just touch them right now. With every head bowed, every eye closed, one last question. If you're here today and you don't know Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior, Say, Pastor, if I were to die today, I don't know whether I'm going to heaven or hell, but I don't want to leave this service without knowing Jesus. If that is you today, no one's looking. I want you to raise your hand right now. Is there anybody? Amen. Is there anybody else? Hallelujah. I've had one raise their hand. Give God praise. I want all of you today, with every head bowed, every eye closed, I want all of you today to say this prayer with me. Say it loud, say it proudest. One new name's been written down in the Lamb's Book of Life. Say, Dear Jesus, I invite you to my heart and into my life. Forgive me of all my sins and all my ways. I repent and I come to you and ask you to be the Lord and Savior of my life forever and ever. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You preached a pretty good Mother's Day sermon. You hit it right on the top like it should be. I guess you are going to make a good creature one day. I love you, John. The words of a mother. We are so happy that you joined us today. 
Here at Compassion, we value family, which means we value you. If there's any way that we can be praying for you and believing with you for something, please make sure that you let us know. You guys have a great week and we'll see you here next Sunday. Thank you for listening to this podcast presented by Compassion Church. We're so glad you joined us today. For more information, including service times and locations, please visit our website, compassion.cc.